Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the Scripture by going to First. Timothy. We've been looking at 1 Timothy. We're in the second chapter. And uh, let me start back at verse 7. We actually did an episode on verse 7, an episode on verse 8. Didn't know we were going to take entire episodes on those things, but sometimes that's just the way the timing goes, right? It's sort of important to see what's going on here and uh, to get a flow and discern what Paul was communicating and why he was communicating this and why the Spirit was leading him to do it. So let's just back up a little bit, set the context. Verse 7, Paul was reminded Timothy, he said, for this, I was appointed. And if you remember, for this, what? Well, it was for the truth of the gospel, what he put uh, said in the first part of the second chapter of how uh, there's one God, one mediator between God and man, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so Paul says, I was appointed a preacher and an apostle, and I'm telling you the truth. So it's those little kind of phrases like he said, I'm telling you the truth. And then uh, you think, well, what's that about? And then he says, I'm not lying. That's in the parenthesis type of thing. Well, he's being accused of that. There's people that are accusing him of not being truthful, of saying things that are not right, related to the law especially. But he says, no, I've been appointed a preacher and apostle as a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Then he says this, verse 8, Therefore, I want the men in every place to pray, lifting up holy hands without wrath and dissension. So we covered that in the last episode. He's saying, guys, you know, you're here, you're believers, you profess this stuff. Don't get in these angry arguments. Don't get in these things to where you're divided among yourselves. He said, rather than doing that, lift up hands in praise to God instead of lifting up your hands to one another. Then verse 9, likewise, Likewise, so in the same manner that he's encouraging the men to lift up their hands in prayer and not to have wrath, not to have dissension. Likewise, I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing, modestly and discreetly, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly garments, but rather by means of good works as is proper for women making a claim to godliness. <clears throat> and you go, what in the world is going on here? Well, this is a portion of Scripture right here that quite often people get uh, quite divisive about. They get quite argumentative about. They want to fight over, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. And there's no reason to do that, okay? We just need to see what the truth is and then to function within that truth. And also to understand that, uh, a lot of times when commandments and instructions are given, if we just ask the question, why would this commandment be given? We can get some insight into perhaps what was going on. Now, we don't know beyond any shadow of a doubt exactly what was going on. But when you look at the balance of what Paul says in First and Second Timothy, there was something going on in the church there. And there was a group of women, not all the women, okay, but there was a group of women there that were being disruptive. And they were being disruptive in a couple of kind of ways. And right here we get a major hint. Uh, the first way is they were treating the gathering, the public gathering, as a fashion show. 
Okay, <laughs> they were they were flaunting themselves, and they were flaunting their riches, and they were flaunting their resources. Look what they were doing. He said, "Likewise, I won't." And that word right there, "I won't," those two words, I'm sorry, um, are not really in the Greek. They're put there to what we understand. So it says something like this: "Likewise, women to adorn themselves." So the women are the and to adorn themselves with proper clothing. Yes, you are to be clothed, okay? But it's proper clothing. And you say, well, what, what do you mean proper clothing? Well, we see it. We do that basically for the most part within our public gatherings right now. Most people, though not all, they will wear stuff that is proper for that particular gathering. You know, when you gather on a Sunday morning, you're not going to uh, uh, wear the bell of the ball gown, nightgown that you would go out for a, a, a fancy soiree or something like that, you know? And that's what he's saying. Wear proper clothing, modestly and discreetly. Well, what, what do you mean moderately, modestly and discreetly? Well, the idea is this, that you're not drawing attention to yourself. Okay? You're not, ladies, you're not drawing attention to yourself and you're being discreet. Because we all know that men are very visually oriented. Okay? God designed them that way. And so the ladies are not to come and not to dress away to draw attention to themselves. Because the attention, particularly in a public corporate worship gathering, is to be to the Most High God. Okay? Is to be directed to Him. And so... uh He's saying, I want you to adorn yourself properly with proper clothing. You need to wear the modest clothing. Be discreet. Then he says this, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly garments. And so you can imagine how portions of the body of Christ have taken uh, these instructions through the years. Okay, uh, there, Even now, there's portions of the body of Christ that believe that you have to dress very, very plainly. If you wear any jewelry, if you do anything like that, that is a, a sin and it's a discredit. And that the lady is not to wear any type of makeup, for instance, anything like that. What's sort of funny about that is that a lot of times those uh, type of gatherings, and I'm not saying they're not Christians, I'm not saying they're not saved. Some of the godliest people I know are, uh, you know, in, in those portions of the body of Christ. But quite often they have very, very long hair. Right. So they don't believe that they're supposed to cut the hair because the scripture tells us that the hair is the glory of the woman. And that's an interesting passage. What that really means over First uh, Corinthians, I believe. But quite often they have their hair braided. Right. Just think about the folks you've encountered, like at friends and family members. But right here it says you're not to have. It says not with braided hair. It's not so much the style that the Lord is concerned about. Yeah. It's not even the gold or the pearls per se or the costly garments. I think the costly garments give us a major hint right there. It's the idea that they are flaunting riches. Okay, And if the braided hair, all this involved with getting the hair all fixed up and doing all this kind of stuff, you know, that they are literally putting on a show. They're putting on the wrist here, as the phrase is. Okay, And so Paul says, don't do that. And he tells them what they need to do. So let me read the verse 9 again and verse 10. He says, likewise, uh, women are to endure themselves with proper clothing, modestly and discreetly, not with braided hair and, and gold or pearls or costly garments, but rather by means of good works, as is proper for women making a claim 
to godliness. So he's told the guys, guys, y'all quit arguing among yourself. Quit, you know, having anger to one another. Pray, lift up holy hands to the most high God together. Ladies, and there's a group of ladies right here that are putting on this show. I mean, we're going to see more about them as we go along and how they were, uh, uh, the effect that it had on the other women. He says, don't act this way. Don't behave this way. But rather than being so concerned about your outward appearance, which is fine, you know, but rather than doing that, by means of good works, it's proper for women that make a claim to godliness. So if you claim to be godly, if you claim to be a believer, then the energy and the resources that you're putting in to make yourself look like this, put it toward good works. Does that mean that you need to go around not taking care of yourself physically? No, 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 no. Does that mean that you're not to do things that would be uh, attractive? No, not at all. But there's a fine line of, of walking in modesty and walking discreetly and proper clothing. You don't want to cross over to where you become a distraction in whatever way. These ladies were distraction. And because they were distractions, it gave them a forum which wound up being another problem. We'll look at that the next time, okay? Again, I'm Dale. I thank you so much for your time. Pass the word about these times together, and I'll see you later. Goodbye.